Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Welcome to day two. Okay, so so I had a look um, yesterday just to fill you in, Michael, or anybody else who might have been here in the morning. Or maybe just Sunday night. I mean, it's just fuzzy brain here. But um, I just checked out uh, something that I was trying to quote and couldn't remember. So the thing that t- gets turned off in your brain when when awakening happens, the physiological correlating event, um, it, it's, it's called a default mode network, DMN is what it's being called, the DMN, default mode network. And what it is, is it runs right through the frontal cortex, right through, it's like a, it's like a strip that runs right through the brain. And somehow I intuitively know this this part I haven't seen it I haven't seen it documented yet but I know that it got developed when language developed when we when we when language arrived and we evolved into naming things subject object got solid then and I know science will prove this that that the DMN developed when language developed when we de- as we developed that capacity what we were actually growing was the dmn so the dmn is the default mode network and what it is is the mechanism in your brain that makes self-referential possible self-referencing happens through this part of your brain so it's quite logical that you know I mean, you can have plastic surgery to create something. Why can't you just have your neurological pathways rewired? We're on the cusp of it. We're on the cusp of it, of where awakening doesn't happen through 30 years of spiritual practice, but it happens through, a, I don't know, a MRI scan and a little bit of laser treatment or something. I don't know. But we're, we're almost there. We're really there, you know. Maybe it's being quite possible that it's being um, tested on poor little rats or some little thing. I don't know. But... <laughs> We're on the cusp of that, you know? So that brings about a whole debate, doesn't it, really, on, like, you know, what has been a spiritual tradition and what has been grace for thousands of years is now possible through science. It's like, well, where does that put grace? Where does that put God, you know? Mm-hmm. Look where this is going, you know? Interesting, huh? So um, they've also discovered, in, in isolating this DMN, they've discovered the tasks are operated from a different place, which is interesting. This is the theory that, about the working mind and the thinking mind, you know, that I stole from, um, I don't know, Ramesh Balsakar or somebody, no, I think it was Ramesh Balsakar. I heard him say once about the thinking mind. That's your thinking mind. And, ah, 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 okay. So, so the working mind, what I've been called the working mind, comes from a different part. So science has come around to this, and it's like, oh, look at this. That's what I've been calling the working mind. But there's a task-oriented network, which is a part of your brain that <coughs> enables, that's the working mind, that enables you to do tasks, to drive your car and to, you know, be professional and to remember to feed your kids, and whatever you do. So, so that is completely independent to your self-referential. So now, even scientifically, if you're saying, but without my eye, I wouldn't be able to function, and it's like, you know what? Absolutely null and void. Absolutely. There is no scientific basis for that, and the scientific basis is for the opposite. The opposite. 
that your tasks are absolutely operated from a different place to your sense of I. And when the I is switched off, life continues just the same, tickety-boo, just the same. Even better, as Jane said yesterday, when the I is there, she, she, her work is, is worse, you know? But there was a time when she was saying, like, I don't know, six months ago or a year ago, like, but work, you know? Without the I, how could I, how could I do my work? And, and now it's the flip side, you know? The quality is better without the personal eye. So the other bit of useless information that, that is coming to mind now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Useful phenomenally, but really useless. Um, is that a uh, hundred years ago, just over a hundred years ago, we had scientific uh, uh, machinery or whatever you call it, instruments that could measure how many thoughts we had in a day. And when, they look, when we look at the scientific instruments today, they were actually accurate. It's not that, oh, they were just getting a part of the picture. That instrument actually, according to what we know now, was very accurate. So now we know it's 60,000 thoughts a day, between 55 and 65 is what the average person has. So if 60,000 thoughts a day... You can divide that down into seconds or minutes if you want to. I've never done it, but 60,000 thoughts a day. A lot of them are repetitive. Most of them are repetitive, of course. That's the loop system, huh? And then all the ones that we don't even see. So we don't need to see, but, you know, the self-referential ones we need to see until we can get... Go to satsang and get a zap in your brain and this personalised guard, you know, it's wild. Anyway, what a great time to be alive. So... A hundred years ago, guess how many thoughts were going through a brain per day? Five. There were 5,000, was the average. 5,000 thoughts per day were going through a regular human brain a hundred years ago. It's 12 times that now. Yeah. That can tell you, like, what is it? Like, is it... The cre- okay, the stimuli that we have, you know, the speed, the speed that our lives are, you know, it, the food, the environment, the, I mean, I don't know, genetics, I don't know, like, what is it? Maybe an accumulation of all of it. But that's wild. So, so what we're dealing with around these thoughts and this thought keep repeating and the intensity of thought, it's a new phenomenon. Maybe the Buddha didn't have to deal with this much of repeated thinking at all, or this, my mind is going crazy. That really could be a recent phenomenon, you know? So give yourselves a break, huh? <laughs> Do you know? And you could assume that the number of thoughts will increase maybe yes. with technology. With for sure. We're, we're, heading, we're heading towards escalation. Mm. Yeah, that's for sure. That's for sure. Would have gone off really likely. <laughs> yes. Compared to, yeah, what our grandkids would be like. But the flip side comes in. Doesn't something always come to address something else, you know? <clears throat> so if the self-referencing mechanism can be stopped, you know? <clears throat> then where's the spiritual path? Where's the yeah. search for meaning? What will happen then? What will be left then? Do you know? Where will it go? Where will our evolution go, you know? Interesting, isn't it? Mm-hmm. A lot of change happening.
So then the eco way for enlightenment might be spiritual practice, you know, but the, <laughs> the commercial way would be to have, have laser something on your brain, you know. I mean, the models are there. That's where it's probably going to slot into. They probably just use Botox because they do that too. Yeah, to freeze the freeze them freeze the in shoes. the balls of your feet so you can wear shoes there. Oh, yeah. You know, so who knows? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh. I know. I've had my brain Botoxed. <laughs> There's no personal line. Especially in Go to Satsang, Awakening Through Botox. I can see it now. With the lingerie. See, you're buying in the commercial. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have the balls of your feet, and everyone will see you. Yeah. Yes. And um, I mean, I don't know if the brain can also address the, you know, there's, there's a psychological, there's a psychological component to awakening. I think the yes. psychological and spiritual are a continuum. Yes. Um, so I don't see how that can be bypassed. Yes. Really. Yes, but there is one other thing to throw into the, the pot. Every now and then through, okay, where Darwin got it wrong, it, it wasn't a constant, gradual, uh, uh, graduated evolution. Every now and then there was a leap where a mutation happened, and a huge mm. chunk, and we're, we're at the cusp of a mutation. But maybe that'll be on a human level. Yes. As in, if enough people awaken, then that affects the morphic fields of, field of resonance, and then, you know, there's more likely to be other people awakening because of that yeah. resonance. Yeah, it um, might be that, but... But my own opinion is that it's got something to do with the industrial age mm. speeding up everything to a, a pace where we, we, we can't even digest the foods that, that you know, mm. huge amount of illness comes because the pro foods are so processed. Yeah. You know, you can't buy food that doesn't have sugar in it in the States. You just can't. It's just, you just can't, you know, unless you, unless you cook it yourself. But you can't, it's just everywhere. Everything has sugar. Every, absolutely everything. It's ridiculous. Um, so because of the industrial age, we took, we took a leap and, and we have to respond in some kind of a leap way. So I don't know if, if, you know, if, if the leap will be that so many people will wake up or if the leap is that we will use technology to help us leap. I don't know. Which we're already doing anyway because that's how we find out about satsang teachers. And Indeed. And so why not get your brain fried? You see, it's like, it's very close, isn't it? Maybe. Where's the line of where we're screwing it up? Exactly, for sure, for sure. It could easily be like where we screw it all up and we have to go back to the organic, natural way. I don't know, but it's like, I can kind of see where it's heading. I don't know what the quality will be or the side effects will be for sure. Can't say if it's. It's just yeah. kind of what's what you're saying is very similar to what Sri Aurobindo and uh, Tear the Shadow. Ah. And they talked about this pedagogical, you know, you get to a certain stage and then there's the leap. There's a leap. Which is part of the evolutionary process. Yes, it is part of, the, of evolution. Yeah, and then Pretty Jean then came in with his chaos theory and uh, the whole idea is that you have to have, every process gets to a 
precipice and then either falls off or takes a leap. Or takes a leap, that's so right. maybe it is a natural process. It, it is. It is, but the evolutionary part, um, what part is the evolutionary part and what part is going to be a screw-up? Yeah. I suppose that's what we're debating, because like, if it's, if it's going to be that awakening en masse happens organically because of the availability of this information, or whether awakening happens automatic, you know, organically because of the intervention of science and where we brought science, which is the leap. Yeah. You see, there's, there's two strands, and one of them is the organic leap. I don't know which. Yeah. But, the, but the, uh, you're dead right. That, thank you for that point. Yeah, the organic leap is part of natural evolution. Mm. I wasn't here for the beginning of the discussion, so I'm not sure whether I'm saying something that's already been That's all right. But Greg Braden says that we keep on producing the technology that is actually the way it is, so that we start to believe it. Do you see what I mean? Like the, the internet shows us that we're all connected. Yes. So the reality is we're all connected, but we can't seem to take that information in until we experience it. Yes. So he says the technology will keep going until we get it. Yes. Yes, but it's, it's there everywhere. It's there in, like, in nature or, or cells or atoms. We have these unifying things at every layer. Do you know? Even the camera, you know... It took still frames. What's film? It's a sequence of still frames. How does our perception work? A sequence of fr still frames. The first person I said that to about 10 years ago said, you are off your head, and he was a scientist. And he said, there's no way. And now science, I heard them at a conference last year. We, our perception is in still frames. And I was like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. That's the point I'm making. Yes. So, but, so that, that's, that's it, isn't it? It's like, it, it's there, and we still don't see it. The unifying thing. It's there everywhere. Um, yeah, I mean, I'm just agreeing with you, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know if technology will ever stop, really. It's, it's our means of mutation, for sure. Industrial age leading to technology, and it's, that's our means of mutation. But what will be a screw-up and what will actually be the thing that pushes us through, we might never know, you know? Because our species will look quite differently in 500 years. We'll behave quite differently. We will see the world quite differently. Yeah. yeah. But we're not really connected through technology. That it's like it's a model. It's a model to, sh to show the, the connectedness. Is that, is that the point of Grand Yes, Great it helps our mind get round the blocks to that idea. Yeah. When, when it is made more visible to us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Just feels like we're more separate than ever, in a way. Socially, yes. Yeah, socially, because we're all in our little bubbles doing our, you know, whatever, uh, whatever um, level of technology we, we yes. involve ourselves in. Yes. But I yes. also think there's a movement back, you know, to, to the natural and, you know, to small farming and permaculture and yes. different ways. Of course. You know, they're happening quietly. Yes. But yeah, to redress it in another way. Powerful. Just to keep it grounded, you know, keep it grounded. The pull back mm. to nature is very strong. Because mm. there's all these huge, you know, companies like Satant, uh, the seed company. That's yeah, Monsanto. 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 Oh. Um, but uh, there's a swing back as well, I think, you know. There is. With people wanting to learn how to grow. And, yes. Um, yes. Allotments. And yes. 
yeah. forests being created. Yeah, and it's like connecting it back in again, isn't it? So we don't lose mm. our roots in some way. Exactly. You know? So back to first yeah. principles. Yeah, to ground it. And it helps mm. to ground the advancement. Because yeah. the speed of the advancement helps to ground it and root it. Yeah. And bring the earth yeah. with us, you know? Mm. Yeah. We need the earth. We need the earth. Whoa. We need we need air. There's God. certain fundamentals that are like constants, you know? Mm. Mm. Clean water. It's like, hold on, hold on. There's certain things we do need, you know? They're too basic to our species. And we need the animals and the yeah. plants. Yeah. 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 Interesting, isn't it? Isn't a lot of this then uh, phenomenal? It's always phenomenal, of course. <laughs> Everything we so, talk about is phenomenal. Yeah. Oh, everything. Everything. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tell me something that's not phenomenal. Um, sure, I can't. But I was just thinking, if we're changing, that if all these changes are in phenomenal, if there is other aspects to our existence, are, are these things affecting that non-phenomenal aspect of anything? What do you think? What's the nominal, non-phenomenal, non-phenomenal aspect of what you are? Oh, I've fallen right into some tricky trap here. That's not a talk. See what you can figure out. <laughs> no, that put me all in my mind. I was going to get out of my mind today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that time didn't work, did it? <laughs> that was a great plan. Yeah. <laughs> There's no eye outside of your mind, you know. I was going to get out of my mind today. I'm kind of playing with words here, but not really. Mm. There's no eye outside of your mind. Well, yeah, okay, so I, I, sometimes I'm a bit sort of throw words around, they don't really, I mean, I'd be more in my feelings or more in my body. Well, that's all phenomenal, isn't it? Correct. Okay, so let's find something that's not phenomenal. Um, sense of beauty? Does that have a non-phenomenal aspect to it? Well, does it have? That's a good question. <clears throat> if you could name it, it's here. Mm. That makes it phenomenal. Mm. Then it's a thing. Yeah. It's like it's a frequency where we're kind of recognizing there's a frequency like an yes. aroma, like a yes. a thread of energy. So I mean that's a, that makes it here, doesn't it? Hmm. Yeah, you've outwitted me there. No, I can't I mean well the gap the gap <laughs> between each frame. <clears throat> this is not phenomenal. And it but is it here? <laughs> is it here? Is it? Is it? What do you think? It's <laughs> a question. Uh huh. So the gap between two two frames, between two thoughts, between mm. two pieces of any kind of info, inputs. Mm. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced about that. That there's a gap between two inputs? Uh-oh. Has there ever been a space between <laughs> two thoughts? Put your attention at the source of the next thought. What's your next, I'm sorry, what's your next thought going to be? <laughs> <laughs> there's just too many going past now. I'm just flooded with okay. those little strands going all over the place. Like okay, maybe. yeah. And sort one out from another. Yeah. Um, in terms of sequence, I just know there's a lot going on. Yes. It's yes, sort yes. of triggered 
So if you put your attention where they're coming, where they're arising out of, where are they coming out of? them but I don't know where it's like a conveyor belt I can, in that sense I could watch them coming past but I don't know where they okay so it feels like they're going from left to right that your hand gesture is suggesting this yeah in that yeah so not you, necessarily that but if you put your attention at the source of like aim it towards where they're coming from if they're coming from the left mm. it's almost like there's a physical position that mm. so put your attention at the furthest point there, mm -hmm. to that left yeah, side. Yeah. And see, does something change? Good for everybody to do this, huh? Mm -hmm. Put your attention where the next thought is going to come out of. I've never tried to do that before. It's never occurred to me for some reason. That's all right. <laughs> it's just a little trick. <coughs> I mean, once I get into this mode, it's like there's so many bits of my mind going off, so I'm sort of trying to calm it down. But there was a sense of almost being able to slow it down or yeah. or I was even having a thought oh I've managed to pause it yes but that might have been just a, another thought well of course that's another thought but mm. it does it does something if mm. you place your attention at the source of the next thought mm. or if you place your attention as John Mamel said in the gap between two thoughts or two yes. frames yes the gap yes so I felt like the, what, what, what I am used to doing is putting my attention sort of away from my thoughts or yes, separate sure. from it. I'm used to that idea. Sure. Um, sure. And then like if I meditate and I'm, and I'm in a, I can get into a calm enough space, it feels like I can, so the thoughts will slow down or might drop away yeah. considerably. Yeah. But I've never tried. Yeah. It's just another so trick. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah, it's a nice one, isn't it? Yes. I'm not, I'm not sure I'm, I'm able to do it right now. It's all right. Space, but, uh, do it anyway. See how far <laughs> you get, you know? Yeah. Why not? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, but it's just, you know, well, I'm not really. I'm talking. I'm doing all sorts of things. Again. It's all right. It's all right. It's all right. I'm fully in my head now. 
It's all right. <laughs> but there's nothing wrong with that. If they happen, what can you do about it? Do you know? Mm. It's all right. <coughs> Whatever way it plays is fine. Let it all be fine. There's no right and wrong in it. There isn't. It's just a game, the whole thing. Mm. Have fun with it, you know? Mm. Yeah. I want, yeah. Oh yeah, we usually do have those sconces on, don't we? It's this I'm going to get back to that, but I'd love if you could come up with the answer. The gap between the frames—is it here or not? Who are you asking? Oh. I got to mosey around and come back to you, okay? Well, it can be the, you know, it can be the other side, just the other side. Okay. So it can be phenomenal as well. It can be phenomenal. It can be part of the phenomenal world. Of the phenomenal world. It can be. Yes. Yeah. It's like the black hole, and you know. Yes. So you know it's. Yes. So the idea is what's going on in between the gap and the frame. Yes. So maybe there's something else. Aha. Uh-huh. Very good. Keep going. Where would give it a phenomenal place, wouldn't it? I'm sorry. Where would give it a phenomenal place? <coughs> where? The question where? It gives it a phenomenal place. Well, it gives give notion of space. It does. <coughs> it does. But it's... If there is space, there is another place. Well, there is a non-special... Area. There is a non-spatial, yeah, yes. There is a special area and there is a non-spatial area. Yes. So again, probably there is something, oh well, I would not say something, I'd rather say a process thing with both of them. Spatial and non-spatial. Yeah. Well, you know, like everything, yes and no and black and white, you know. Uh-huh. Contrary, you know, the uh-huh. reason. But do you see that there's a sequence? Mm, I'm not sure. Okay. <clears throat> All right. Because if there's a sequence... Well, it doesn't exclude a sequence. Okay. It's not in, it's not out. Yes. It's just... Yes. It's part of the whole. Okay, but for mind, there's a sequence until mind can't go any further. Then the sequence breaks. As the body. 
As the body. As the body. How do you mean as the body? Um, the body has limits. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. So mind is is something coming from the body. Okay. It? Yes. Uh, yes and no. Ah. Why not? Why not what? Why do you say yes and no? Because the mind isn't in, just inside the body. <clears throat> yeah, archetypes are still kind of reach that gap, don't they? Archetypes. Yeah, there's yeah, there's there's lots of things that are not in the body that we can pick up all the time. Yeah, so then there's frequencies, like the archetypal pattern of frequencies, like pure beauty is a frequency. There's existential fear is a frequency, you know? And we, we, our frequency can hit off those frequencies, and then that's, that's presenting as real. That's manifesting through your form then, because you're wired into that, you know? You know? I was reading your book, sorry. Yeah. Last night, when I, when I couldn't sleep, and yeah. you were talking about... The observer and being the observer yeah. in the mind. Yeah. And then you were saying, um, what's observing the observer? Yeah. And that feels like um what you're talking a bit about, you know, in terms of going back. Yeah. Um, yeah. to the source maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever the source is. Yes. But it's kind of it's not beyond the mind, but um I mean, something's watching the observer, observing. Actively watching it? Or is it being seen? I think it's being seen. Mm. It feels more yes. like that. Yes. There's okay. not form or shape or particular spatial yes. entities. Okay, yes. So Those things are wearing out, yeah. Beyond. Timeless. Yes. Aren't you going prior to that, though? Aren't you I'm going to prior to that. I'm going prior to that. Now, isn't anything after that here? It's phenomenal. Anything uh, yes. that we can know. Yes, anything that we can know must be phenomenal. Anything we anything. can name, anything we can identify must be phenomenal. Yes. So we can't, in a sense, this is facetious, really. We can't know. Phenomenally, you can't know. No. I don't think I've got there. You know what I mean? But that's why I keep pushing and going. But somehow there is a capacity. Somehow there is a capacity. So everything is an experience, but something, it's a process. So if we just love the experience and we keep, I mean, if we put the attention, the attention is a process. Yes, sure. And whatever the experience is, it's just to reveal the attention. Yes. So in a way, it's not so much focusing on the experiences. It's just being, just being in this process. It's, yes. Yes. And then there is this. Uh, then here is this here and now, coming up with the process. To yes. Be aware of the process. It's just here and now. All the yes. Time. Yes. And this is a spaceless, timeless. Yes. Now, prior to that, 
prior to that. So to, to link the threads back between the frame and the gap, it's like there's a, you can split a second. It's like you can cut some, there's a trapdoor somehow. There's a gap. And so mind can recognize a gap and it stops. And somehow there is a capacity phenomenally to hear the echo of what's outside. And it resonates. It resonates as a knowing. But that's the only thing you can pick up phenomenally. But there is a knowing that, that that's what you are. That that's all that's real. Yeah, I was kind of Nicholas hand us up for a while too. Yes, come on, Mukta, here. No, no, you said outside the gap. Go through the gap. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Go through the gap. Sorry, yeah. Just like, yeah. Yeah, go through it. And there's no no space, no time. Because they've gotten very thin anyway as we're getting closer to that. Nicola? Okay, come up. Yeah. Okay. Gaps. See, like my brain's been fried. Mm. Great. Great. Okay, so. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) There's a sense that, you know, you're up in space and you're sent out to fix a gas leak and you've got an umbilical cord. That's where I am. When you, on Sunday, when you said... You're an astronaut, up in yeah, space. Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't when that. you said, on Sunday, yeah. beyond, 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 it was like... Whoosh. Okay. So that's where I am. All right. Is there a feeling of a vacuum? Or is it just a, 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 it, a place of outside, yeah, beyond space? It's like I'm, I'm uh, in bits. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's part of me everywhere. Okay. Do you know what I mean? So I'm trying to... I, I, don't, I, I can't put words on it. It's all right. Keep going. You're, Do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's you're just, painting a picture, though. It's great. Keep going. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to understand what's being said. Yes. And I'm not getting it. I'm, I'm really trying hard to understand. It's like there's another language going on. And I'm not getting it. Yeah. Do you know? Okay. But it's... Until you said there about prior, prior, prior. And it's... um, There's part of me that gets it. It's like, oh, yeah, you know? Yes. And then there's other parts of me who's like, what? It's kind of all over the place, you know. But I'm not getting what's going on. I don't. I. I don't get. It. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So yeah, I don't get. You, you know what I mean, though. I'm. I'm just. Yes. So the phenomenal Nicola, the Nicola yeah. character, doesn't get it. Yes. Okay, but there's something else you're but, telling me. Yeah. Phenomenally. I get it. I'm all over the place. 
all right. Yeah. It's all right. I don't know if it's intellectually I'm getting it. Or if it was intellectually you were getting it, I, you, yeah. you'd have words. You'd be able to explain it and yeah. you'd say, I know to well, hear maybe it. I'm trying, hear yeah, it. maybe I'm, I'm trying to put words on it. Uh-huh. Maybe that's it. Maybe that's what's confusing. Uh-huh. That's all right. I'm trying to bring it back in. Yes. To yes. put meaning on it. Okay. It's worth a try. It's like there's a big... It's like... Like physically, phenomenally, it feels like there's a big gaping hole. Aha. Uh -huh. Which leads to? Nothing. Okay. Like there's nothing there. And try as I might to fill it with something, anything. It's not. Is it empty? Yeah. So is there something missing? You're trying to fill no. it? No. But... Oh, I don't... I. Yeah, I can't. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. It's fine, too. Yeah. Yeah, my brain feels a bit, my head feels a bit strange. Keep going prior, though. Prior, yeah. Sure, mind tries yeah. to make sense yeah. of it because something is known and then mind says, but sure, of course I, I have to be able to articulate what's going yeah. on but but it it can't it actually can't go all the way you see so it's going to try and it's it's an interesting thing to see but how far it can go prior and prior and prior there's just nothing okay but is there something missing no yeah But phenomenally, I'm trying to understand it. Yes. But I can't. You can get a handle on it. Yeah. But, but not, by, not by mind going there to get a handle on it. It's almost like uh, an aroma from it informs yeah. the mind. Right. You know? Yeah. Kind of, something has to kind of... An understanding comes from something in that direction towards the mind. Mind can't go there. The direction okay. is arseways. Okay. Zero around. Okay. So yeah. the so then what we do then is we go prior and hang prior and keep go prior to that prior to that no matter right. what comes up yeah, prior, prior prior to that and see what happens okay. because yeah it's only by doing that 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 mind will just give up trying to stretch itself out mm. there. And it does, it just, it just, it can't go there. So it just kind mm. of settles back into the place where it's supposed to be, dealing mm. with the phenomenal world in okay. the forward direction, not the back direction. Yeah. Okay, so it's prior. Mm. Yeah, it's behind. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Next time. Yeah, sure. Let's see how it cooks. Yeah. Just a quick question on that. Sure. That, that is, is that where, I, I like your analogy, and I use the trap door a bit. Yes. Okay, so you just, it's like, don't settle here, no. And you, you know what I mean? From yes. The, from, and it's 
Yes. Whatever. So it just goes where it can go. That's my. That's the. Practice. That's it. And it, the, the mind. Yeah, exactly. The mind can recognize a trap door, see it open, yeah. and there's a movement. Yeah. And then it can't go any further. No. And somehow the mind is kind of happy enough to stay at the trap door. Somehow, yeah. that image seems to work. Yeah, it's great. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah. And the beyond, you know, is, mm. is there. Yeah. Yes, of course. Hi. Um, I wanted to ask you um, about Kundalini mm. and the dark night of the soul. Um, I just, um, I'm, I'm in a place where I feel like, um, like I'm banging my head against the wall. I have been for quite a while. Um, I just feel like I can't go any further, and that there's like that there's nothing, nothing left for me. Mm. Um, and I, and I, I feel like I'm I'm uh, suffering a lot with my with my thoughts. I think I've always, looking back, I can see that I've always had a tendency towards obsessive compulsive thoughts. Um, and uh, and it's just become more and more obvious that that's the case. Um, you know, I've done loads of shadow work, and I'm a psychotherapist, and I'm quite well versed in all that kind of stuff. Um, I just I don't feel like I can, there's nothing there's nothing left for me in that route. It's done. Yes. I just don't feel like I can go any further in any way except to pray for some sort of grace. Um, I, I, I don't I don't know if it's connected to to the Kundalini thing, um, which looking back I I think it's probably been there slowly over many many years since I've had my first opening in my twenties and my forties now. <clears throat> um, in the last couple of years, it's really it's in, it's suddenly opened opened up and sort of went I felt it sort of going into my brain mm. and sort of not 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 through the not through not the right up through no okay but it's sort of in the brain and it's there pretty constantly ah. I mean it recedes and it and it comes into full flow but yeah what I feel it sort of started with a sort of something awakening my shoulder almost like a pulling back right and I was like what's that and I think what really surprised me is that, you know, you read about it sort of coming... Yes. Up, but I recognise that there were things slowly over the years that have happened uh-huh. inwards, but it was sort of out here uh-huh. in the outside. And I was like, what's this presence here? And I hadn't... In, in a way, I'm glad that I hadn't read anything about it happening that way. And I've pieced it all together through the internet since then. Yes, <laughs> yes. Which has been useful, but I'm glad it didn't happen beforehand because it wasn't imposed. Anyway, so it sort of started out here... And then it kind of like dived into my head. Right. Well, no, no, first it kind of went around my head. Yes. Then it kind of like dived in. Yes. And then it was like, like that, okay. fireworks. Like fireworks, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And then it's kind of like come down. Yes. And now and then it kind of, it's, it's, it's like an extension of, I'm sure you know all this, I'm just describing. No, tell me your experience, it's important um, to have. It's, 
it's like having your body's extended. So now and then I'll feel it sort of scooting down, like doing something here and, you know, like scooting, yes. scooting about. It's quite yes. Yes. sweet, almost. Yes, yes. <laughs> and occasionally it does things in my, in, like I'll have a bit of like ooh, instability, you know. Yes. Um, and I've had uh, migraines, like bad, very bad migraines ah. for the last seven years. I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to work if I wasn't on medication. And I think that's probably related, because I can feel like an opening afterwards, like a, it's almost... Um, so when this, when this finally sort of opened up was after I went to an Adya retreat, Shanti, mm -hmm. and um, I remember walking into the meditation hall and almost like clutching my head, yes. because I could feel like, oh my God, this is too intense. Yes. And then... Soon after that, this is when the awakening thing happened, or whatever we call it. Not the awakening, but an awakening of sorts. Yes. Um, yeah. So what's my point? Oh, yeah. So anyway, so gradually I've sort of felt it coming down yes. my body. And now how it feels is, sometimes it's very strong. This presence is very strong. Um, and it feels like a cocoon of light is being built around my body. Yes. That's what it feels like, a and it's very, it's very pleasing, mm -hmm. if, even from the inside out. It's very um, pleasing, I suppose, almost like when the fullness of love. But it's not love. There isn't, it's not bliss in that way. I wouldn't call it that. But it is a fullness and a fulfillment, definitely. Yeah. But with this, in its wake, in its wake, there's been an intensification of my compulsions, the compulsive side. Uh, the madness, and that kind of comes and goes, but right now it's it's quite it's very present. As soon as I came here, really, uh, like phobic thoughts, compulsive thoughts, and I just I, there's nowhere to go with it. I mean, I I I raised it with with Adia some of the thoughts, and he's you know said neither. You know, that this habit of looking away has been there for a long time in me. And to neither neither accept nor reject. And to be like, you know, like the Buddha under the Bodhi tree. To just let it come. Now, I try to do that. Sometimes, successfully, I, I sort of... Um, because now I have more of a pulling back ability and I can be with the spaciousness much more since, you know, since it sort of the thing opened up. And often I can just be and, and receive. Right now I'm not... Right now I'm just like in. The compulsive thoughts are just like... Hammering at you. Hammering at me. Meditation is hard. I, I can't really... I can't... This, the, yeah, I'm just hammered by it at the moment. And when I'm in that place, I just feel like I don't want. To, I don't want to. I don't want to lead the rest of my life like this. If this is how it's going to be, I don't want it. I don't want to be. Not. I don't want that because that's the only thing I want now. The only thing. Um, Any time I try wanting anything else. I mean, I've been single for the last seven years. Any, you know, that's been okay. That's been a something that I had to, had to pull away from. But any time, um, even though I'm actually, ironically, more part of life than I ever was when I was younger, more sane than I ever was when I was younger, 
And yet, there's no, there's no, forget grasping, that can't even happen, or there's no, even the openness to something come to me, it's just like, nothing comes, nothing, not that I even want, but there's, there's a receptivity, but there's nothing, there's nothing. That's why I say this, I just feel like there's nowhere to, there's nowhere to go. There's, I'm like, there's nowhere to go. All I can hope is for some, like grace, for something to fall away. To, mm. um, and I don't want to be indulge, self-indulgent. I don't want to be self-indulgent with, and I think I am sometimes, with this, the suffering of the... I can also pull away, I can be part of... I can be engaged with other people, and I want to. My heart is longing to connect and to be of service. But when I'm on my own, this is still here. These compulsive thoughts, it's still... That capacity, that turning away, is still there. That peace isn't there, you know? I can have spaciousness, I can be in the space, I can be that, but it's still there. Mind is still there. So the turning away happens. The the turning away. Do you mean do you mean like a rejection of the thoughts? Is it an act of turning away? What's the turning away that you're referring to? It's um, the thing of neither reject nor accept. I sometimes rejection is just like it's just like a no. Ah, oh, okay. And then there's a closing down. I think you were talking about yesterday or the day before about how you know love and fear, and fear is an you know fear is an absence of love. And when I'm in the fear, there's just like a complete shutdown. Um, what brings you into fear? Is it when the compulsive thoughts get really yeah. strong? Yeah. Okay. There's there's a sense of um, that's always been there, and as I'm getting older, it's getting harder to manage. Of sense of self-revulsion um, and self-rejection. Um, it feels like an ancient yes prior past life story i have images of myself on the street as like a kind of freak and everyone jeering at me i mean that may be a metaphor that my mind has come up with to sure. explain sure. this thing but i can see that it's been there throughout throughout my life as much as i don't want that to be the case um I don't think there are any psychological solutions as such. Um, it's just still there, it's this grip, it's, it's still there, you know? It's this obsess, obsess, obsessive thoughts of...
is rejection of my humanity. And it just seems to have been, it's amplified. It's trying to get your attention. Oh, well, it's completely caught my attention. Mm. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I don't feel like there's anything I can do about it or with it or... Have you done much body work? Um, being with being with the feeling, you mean? No, your your cells are holding stuff that you've intellectually processed. Yeah, yeah, it's still in my cells, isn't it? Yes. Yes. Um, well, I would say my spiritual path has been about. Transmuting, okay. But I mean, that doesn't mean it's not still there because clearly, yes, it's still there. The memories, just that that loop, the loop, is is very strong. It's very compelling. Yes. Um. Yeah. Your body is holding all of the stories that you've actually processed. Yeah. I can see you've done an awful lot of work, but you've done it on that intellectual and it hasn't dropped in, hasn't gone through all the layers of, of that we have being human. And, and it's like the, the, even the migraine is, is, is a symptom of the same thing. It's like you're, 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 you've done all the work from your neck up. And, and the migraine is, is like holding, like it's like a, trapdoor that's just holding it all here because down here is where you've stored in your torso is where you've stored the the remnants the memory the an energetic component a cellular a dense component of your story it's like the stuff in your body that you've worked through but it's in your body and, and migraine closes off that you know there's there's a i'm sure you, you come across the you know the spiritual reasons for migraines it's, it's, it's a spiritual opening that we just we're just not accepting. Your crown chakra is closed, and the medication is doing that, but you can get around that. Right. Okay. You see, I mean, that this I've been wondering about the medication. Yeah. The problem is, I can't work if I'm not med- on yes. medication. I can't. It, it's just yes. The, they've take, it's taken over my life. These migraines. Yeah. You know? But you see, it's 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 wrapped up. In in you, the migraine is there as a shot off, because because it's like you had to intellectually process everything and it's done and it's done, but it's in your body. Yeah, it's in your body and the migraine is causing a divide between your head and your body, so that you can you can you can so that you had the space to intellectually do all you needed to do, and use the body really as a as a dumping ground for the uh, for the physical densest part. Of the story. It's just in your cells. It's in your body. Body work is going to really help you, but you have to find somebody who's really hot. Or so, actually, I'd prefer a process for you that, that would allow you to steer it a bit yourself. You know, and holotropic breath work is something. You're doing it yourself. Somebody's holding the space, but you're going there. It would be really good to get, get some stuff out of your body. It would be really good. 
because your your the looped thinking is using your your body as the reservoir for that frequency that you're running as thoughts. The material is coming from somewhere and it's actually in your body. It's in your body, it's in your cells. If you started by coming off the medication, it wouldn't help. It's about getting it out of your body so that the migraines don't need to be there. So that totally coming into your body, completely and totally embracing being human and totally, totally in the form, in the body. If that were there, the migraines wouldn't need, wouldn't, wouldn't have any function. But only then would I suggest, hey, you know, what about looking at another way of managing migraines if they're still there? And they might not be there so much. They would have changed because they're actually serving you. You look like you're in a haze. I'm trying to understand um, what you're saying. I'm trying to get a feel for it, you know? Yeah. Um, There's memory in your body. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand that, that's for sure. Just I sometimes feel it when I'm with my, with my clients. Um, there's something about the lungs and the heart. The, when I'm anxious, I start... And I can feel myself like, you know, my breath goes. That's always kind of my weak area, I think. I'm not able to hold breath. I'm not able to, you know, and it all kind of goes... Yes. And the thoughts arise. Mm. I don't know, I was going to say to, to try and sit with it more, to trace it back, to put in the body. Yes, this would help. It's so, the, 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 the thoughts are, the compulsive thoughts are so magnetic that it's really hard. Um, could find, it would be a good exercise to try to find when there is a, a particular thought doing a loop uh, find where in your body, and it might be it might sound ridiculous, it's like that's halfway down my spine, or that's under my rib someplace on the left hand side, it might be as vague as that but if you can find a connection because your mind is using your body to store programming. That's its reservoir. If you can start tracing the line down to where it is, 
a recognition that that uh, of of the body as one unit can start coming into your view so that you could see where okay okay that that part of it is i want you to connect your 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 brain and your body and the thoughts and your body we have to get this out of your body it's all in your body that's where the reservoir of it is of course you can't intellectually process anymore you you've dried out you've squeezed but you've got to come into your body and you know that okay if there's anxiety your your chest contracts it's like yeah but you you don't even know what's underneath that you haven't gone down there in terms of a spiritual thing i'm not talking about sexually or any any other regular phenomenon way that we connect with the body but spiritually even when you spoke about the kundalini coming up it's like the body expanded put it when it was going down you spoke about it outside your body it's like the inside isn't of the same frequency yet because it's holding other stuff so the kundalini actually couldn't go down inside on a cellular level it has to expand something and go out, go down through your field on the outside you see because your body from your shoulders down is storing all of the old 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 ancient stories and your mind is recycling that recycling that look what's here look what's there and it's doing it with such force of course it has you of course it has you but all it's doing is showing you is like there's a reservoir down here of this stuff remaining it just needs out it needs out but it's 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 about reclaiming the body to bring the body up to the vibrational speed as the rest of you you're not going to get there just cerebrally your body needs to come with you <clears throat> i i don't want to get there just cerebrally yeah i mean of my course. my training wasn't just cerebral yeah good and that's not what interests me yeah but It's not resonating what I'm saying, is it? No, I, I just need time for it to permeate. Okay, okay. It pisses me off that my medication is cutting me. Yeah, it's closing your crown chakra, but it's all right. It's all right. There's a sequence to all these things. It's not your time to start dabbling with medicine at all. It's not your time. It's just a piece of information you need to know. Is that it? It it, it your crown chakra is a bit glued over because of the meds. That's fine. There's ways around this. You've other work to do first. Or the migraines will keep there. They, they'll keep on going. It won't, it won't do anything to start looking at alternative ways of treating. They won't work. Nothing else is going to work right now. The migraines need to be there until your body is totally, totally... I know, a, a unit and of the same frequency and not harbouring these memories, not harbouring the pain, some residue of, of memory. It's still clinging on. Yeah. Can I ask you, where do you see it clinging on? I mean, here and here, solar plexus? It's, it, 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 it's on a cellular level. You've dissipated pretty much all over. 
but you'll find it through unwinding, through holotropic breathwork, where the whole body is engaged in something. The body needs to come into one unit and operate at one frequency. And it's just, it's just not there, and the migraine is protecting, <coughs> protecting you to, to split both, to split the part of you that's very clear and that's well down the spiritual track, and the part of you that's just not yet caught up, that's harboring and holding on. It's just at a cellular level. I wouldn't go after one part of the body. It's about the body being a unit. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the whole thing. And as soon as you think of like, I've got to take this out of my heart, it's like, ah, missing it, I'm missing it. The body is a unit. I understand. I understand. <clears throat> yeah. So you, you'd recommend hol- holotropic? I think so. Something that engages all of the body mm-hmm. and where you have a fair bit of control over the driving seat. And it's not, not a lot of processes that allow you to be in the driving seat. You know? If, so that you can decide, okay, I'm going to surrender to this. So that it's... So you're saying it feels, it's kind of like trauma. Trauma. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was thinking, actually I was thinking yesterday, this is kind of like, this is trauma. This is, this is trauma. Yes. Which is why it's so hard to look at it because it re-traumatizes me. Yes. It feels like I'm damned if I do and I'm damned if I don't. Yeah. But if you've got somebody holding the space, you can do this. Yeah. Yeah. That's all you need is somebody holding the space. I, I definitely feel like I need some sort of something to fuel it, like bellows. I don't know. I'm just thinking. Yes. I know that I know that the yes. breath works. You do the breath, breath work. I'm sure I'll find somewhere in London. Or... Yeah, there's... you will. You'll find. You will. Yeah. Because um, a friend of mine does Peter Levine's trauma work, but I'm not sure that's going to work for me in the same way because that's more. I'm not aware on a conscious level of of like holding blocks. Yes. Like desensitized limbs or anything. I'm not aware of that. Yes. It's, it's kind of like deep inside. It's deep. It's deep inside. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Just so over this, you know. But what an exciting phase. You know, we're, we're at the door of the densest place. The densest place. It's like, yes! Let's just get it shoveled out, you know? <laughs> Shovel out the shit. Yes. Yes. Do <laughs> it.
Sohn, der ich tue gerade in der Let it all hang out. It's totally cool. Yeah. We would be so good to be free, you know, to yeah. be free of this. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Jack. You're doing fine, you know. You're doing fine. It's, it's just this it's just this other field in your in your farm, you know. It's this other field that that yeah. you haven't seen till now, you know. I know it, I feel it, but I don't want the fuck to do about it, yes. you know? Yes, yes, yes. It's like nothing can reach it. And even when I went to, when I, even when I started my training, I knew psychotherapy couldn't touch it. Uh-huh. I mean, even though I still believe in the work I do with clients, but, I mean, everyone has different needs at different levels, but I knew that talking couldn't touch it. I mean, my training itself was very healing, Because I yeah. had a voice and I could be seen. Yeah. And it was finally okay to have a voice and be seen. But this is a deeper level that can't be touched, that can't... <sighs> yeah. Yeah. It's great. It's great. There's, there's, there's a way out. Yeah. You know? Thank you. Yeah, you're very welcome. Thank you, everyone. Have a cup of tea. Hi there. Hi, hi, Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, not so clear what I I want to ask, but I something about a yeah, lot of different bits and pieces, but something about like um, yeah, what, what should I start? Like be like official or you know be uh, making a statement. Or be uh, say clearly, you know what I who am I, like okay. in a in a human level. Yes, and uh, that area I'm not so bit hesitant of. You know? Okay. For example, you know if I start business, I need to say I'm doing this business, yeah. but otherwise people don't know what I'm doing. Yes. But. Uh, uh-huh. Still, <laughs> <laughs> the skills of managing in yeah, the world. Yes, huh? one is, yes. Not so, uh, how can I say, yeah, hesitant. And it feels yes. like, you know, like, you know, identity as well. Yes. You know, identity. Like, uh, mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, managing this world, I need to have that identity. Then yes. say, this is my identity. Yes. So it's like totally opposite exercise in a, in a way. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's perfect mm-hmm. because you know it's just a tool. Mm for managing in the world mm-hmm. you know it's needed for business you know it's needed mm-hmm. for professionalism that's how the world works yeah we're in trouble if you're going to completely believe that that's you but you've mm. too much work done you're not going to believe it's you you know yes. you know sure you can pretend for a while and have fun but yes. you know mm. it's just for the world you know otherwise you would be saying it in a different way you know yes so it feels like like lo- like a role playing game or yes. something like that just yes Say you know I'm I don't know I'm a, I'm a massage therapist or yes then yeah yeah <laughs> that feels <laughs> what yeah, does like, it feel like when you say that uh, feels like a little bit limited in a way yeah feels like slowly psh. yes huh. it's a bit that's that's the thing maybe the problem you know like like 
and writing, started writing down what they can do, and said, oh, no, and uh, feels like it's not, can, it's difficult to make it concrete. Um, okay. Feels like always in, in a process, of course it's always in a process, but feels yes. like, um, yeah, that's, I, I found difficult, and pin down, you know, my identity, and uh, show to the world. Yes. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. You see, if it's just a game, yes. then then why would you feel contracted? Yeah, I know. I know. Just a game, and I I thought I can, you know, play the game, and I can just enjoy the game. And yeah. Just, you know, I can be a different characters. You know. Yeah. Korea is a, you know, cleaner, and you know, yes. Korea is a massage That's right. therapist. Because there's Korea's different trans markets. Translator and yes, you know, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> so, so okay, so there's different markets. Yeah, market. Okay? Yes. And then you have to present yourself differently to different yes, markets. Different no? market. That's yes. just marketing. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Um, but but why is it limiting, or or do, uh, is there a problem about breaking it up into Kari, the cleaner, the massage therapist, the translator? Is there is there a problem in breaking up, having these different? Yeah, maybe personas? about self image. Maybe self image. Yeah. Yeah, what's the problem? Yeah, what's, yeah, the, what's problem? the problem? <laughs> yeah, what's the problem? Mm -hmm. I think it's a bit about still self-image is yeah. there. Yeah. Is it something like that as a as a child or at another stage of your life you mm. wanted more? Like in your forties, you should have more. Is it yeah, something like maybe, this? Yeah, maybe yes. In, in you know, I'm, I'm nearly fifty, and yeah, maybe I should. Feels like I'm just starting the life again. Yes, it's like a baby. Yes, yeah. So it's a bit problem, you know. Doesn't have to be a problem. You just did I things. I feel like suddenly. Yeah. I don't know that you don't know how to manage in the world. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. It's uh, okay. Yeah. It's good that you know that you mm. don't know. Mm. Because if you pretended to know, we would have arrogance to deal with. Mm. Well, you know you don't know. It's like, I don't know how to manage in the world, or how to market myself, or how to label myself, how, how to present myself. Great. You know you don't know. Mm. Here you will learn. You yeah. know? From this position you can learn. Mm. Yeah. That's true. You know? Mm. Otherwise, you wouldn't be open for learning. Mm. And what a wonderful thing. It's like, wow, we have a whole, mm. New, mm. whole new life. You know? Yeah. Mm. You just did the spiritual thing first, and now being in the world is happening here. But, mm. you know, it's like that for many, you know? Mm. Um, it, you know, I know there's a lot of um, uh, Indian teachers... Uh, who would just make you go out mm. in the world. Mm. I've met a lot of people who are like this. Right. I'm in my 40s, I'm in my 60s. And like now my guru has thrown me out of the ashram after I gave him or her 30 years of service. Now I'm being thrown out. You know, it's like, yeah, so? <laughs> so, so what? Like, you know, just mm. pick it up and start. Okay, you're mm. not 23 and just out of college, but so what? Just, so what? Mm. You know? 
There are things to learn, and yeah, and and you'll make mistakes, and that's how we learn. Mm. But but it's just a game. Yeah. It's just a game. Mm. That's what you know now. Yes. But that if you were 23, you wouldn't know. No. Mm. You wouldn't know that it's a game then. It would Mm. be like, this is how I... This is how we do it. This is mm. this is my measure of success. This is what's going to make me happy. And none mm. of those none of those crazy ideas are running. Mm. Yeah, this yes. You see, mm-hmm. this is so. This is the wisdom that your spiritual path has given you. Mm. You know. Mm. So you've nothing to lose. Mm. Nothing to lose. Mm. You know. You get yeah. something wrong. You get it right. Hey, you get it right. Okay, you can expand on this. If this is wrong, it's like okay. What what. What did the public not like there? What what didn't work? Mm. You know, and and you can change it, but you know it's not you. You know, mm, it's just mm, a, mm. it's just the language of the commercial world. Yeah. Mm. Okay. It's true. You yeah, see? yeah. I see. I feel like an, I got the image of, you know, I I like sort of the in Japanese cartoon. There's a you know, girl who always. Sort of transform, you know, any anything like nurse or, you know, like super. But she she's a super woman. But uh-huh. nurse or you know, what was that? <laughs> Only nurse I can remember. Or secretary or feels like you know feels you know. Yes, um, I can be anything. Yes, yeah, you can yeah, be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's that's good. <laughs> yeah, and then. <coughs> And also one thing, that's why I was... Okay, that's what things I found, yeah. And another thing, it's happened recently. Um, I said, okay, I, I moved to the new house, uh-huh. and that's a really nice house, and uh, that's, you know, big kitchen and living room, so I wanted to invite people. Uh-huh. Then I said, oh, I will invite you, but it's... And, uh, but I found it really difficult to invite people. And... Uh, be a party, or I think something about celebration, maybe celebration, or uh. because I, I've never really celebrated my birthday, or so. Yes. And part of me, I, I really, I don't like it. I don't like particularly celebrate my birthday. Okay. Mm. Also, I don't know why it's so difficult to just invite people and have dinner. Or, Would you feel yeah. that you have to be responsible for them having a good time? Oh, yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I, yes, I, I, yes, I feel that. Mm. But the, often, then when I'm invited, I don't do anything. I just, I don't really even, you know, have, bring a you know, nice joke. or But just, people just enjoy each other. Yes. Yes, yes. yes. They're, they're responsible for if they want to enjoy it or mm-hmm. not. Yes. All you can do is create the space and, you know, a, a nice atmosphere and mm. food and, you know, and then it happens or it doesn't. Mm. Sometimes it'll work beautifully and sometimes, you know, it doesn't mm. feel so good and so what? Mm. Mm. So what? Yes, so what, yes. Mm. 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 So I often feel stressed, you know, like, okay, like, what I should cook or, oh, this is very expensive or, you think too much. Yes, you're thinking too much. Mm. Mm. Yes. Yeah. Don't take it seriously. Mm. Yeah. Being out in the world, right. don't take it seriously. Mm. Mm. You know, you don't have to get it right. 
But yes, a part of me I really enjoy. It feels like it's kind of flow. I feel that flow of life. Yes. And uh-huh. I feel that you know, life in helping me and uh-huh. give me what I need. You know, yes. so often the mind says, "Oh, I want more," but you know, I know it's coming. It's something. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Very naturally. Yes. Very naturally. Mm. It does. Yeah. That's good. Thank you. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Sure. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Um, I sort of uh, yesterday and uh, particularly yesterday um, had this feeling of being emasculated. Hmm. Just, uh, this is something that I recognised that happened to me when I was little. Yes. Uh, both from my mum and also from my dad. So, um, that sort of owning my masculine side is, is really quite difficult. Uh, and not really known. Um, so my way of displaying that is probably aggressive. So oh, I'm I... so glad to hear you say this. Oh, you wouldn't believe it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry, that little outburst there. Okay, well, while you're doing the fist pump, then, then, then I'm, I'm very clear about what I talked about on Sunday, that I'm not going to pursue that any further. That doesn't feel right for me. So that, that feels very, very clear now. So, yes! Yeah, okay. So... Um, Got where I got to, but yeah. So how to be sort of? I've lost my way, but sorry, I don't. No, no, no. Don't worry. It's 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 how to be a how to be a man. Yes. How to be a man. Living in a place like Findhorn, which is which is female dominated. Absolutely. There's a feminine energy here. Yeah, and and of course, I fit very nicely in with the nice Rodney. The nice Rodney fits in very very well. And he's well accepted and liked and appreciated. Mm. And yes, an emotional man would be ideal. It's Absolutely. almost a woman. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Slip in nicely and, and women are happy to have him as their friend. Absolutely. So it's just ideal. But um, So I then have the issues with sexual hang-ups of various types. Physical, emotional, God knows what else. Um which again sort of plays into this lack of sort of manhood, mm-hmm. not feeling like a man, yes. not knowing what that should be like, um, struggling, but wanting to sort of bring that in. So I've, I've sort of got these two halves of me that sort of compete. This sort of really nice Rodney and very, very nice and everything, and then this other side, which is a bit shitty really, bit, bit, Bit not very nice, actually. Very judgmental, um, bit of a shit. Um, <laughs> can think horrible things about people. People are either really nice over this side, or they're they're not nice. Mm. And people sort of go from whoa, they're fantastic. Okay. They love everything about them. To oh, what an absolute pain they are. <laughs> absolute. Why did I ever even entertain? And, and the same with me. I'm like yeah. over here. 
or over there. Yeah. And there's nothing sort of, there's no middle ground. There's no yeah. middle ground at all. So, so you're seeing others as you see yourself. Yes. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm my harshest critic. Yeah. You know, really, really critical. Yeah. So part of what I've been doing with the, the healing work, because I do recognise that it all gets in the way of the, the, the sort of the spiritual side. Mm. Even I don't even know what spiritual side means anyway. Fine. But this whole thing about awakening doesn't feel very appealing at the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, I look at people that potentially are sort of on that path, and I think, oh my God, do I really want to be? Do I really want to be like that? Present <laughs> 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 oh, company accepted, of course. <laughs> I don't care either way. <laughs> but it. it this this idea that it was going to be this 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 nirvana, of course, yeah, is trash. That's bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. So, but what is a bit worrying? We pointed this out to me last year was that, you know, all these hang-ups I have, or, or still I still have, if I was to, you know, really focus in on them, and and something was to happen, or to this 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 natural state, um, yeah, I'd still be emasculated. Yes. You don't want to be emasculated. Very glad to hear it. Yeah, I want to be, I want to be a man and own that part of me, and be true to myself. Well, I know completely what that is, but at least try out that part of mm. me. Try out being more honest about how I feel, about what I want. That's another one about what I want. Saying what I want, not oh yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah, I can, I can do that. I can be that. I can, I can get into that shape. I'm, it's actually a word that comes to mind. Is I prostitute myself. Mm. It's a very loaded word, mm. and one that's relevant to me. And um, you know, I do it to myself. I sell myself short, and. Um, yeah, it's a big thing. I, I don't know what the answers to it, to any of this. Um, but it's something I want to explore and bring every part of me to myself. Um, I recognise there is somebody at the moment who is showing interest in me. From a. Mm-hmm. Um, I got I got home on Sunday evening and there was a there was a card, which I thought, well, do I look at this card? Can I look at this card? Is that okay to look at this? We're not looking at outside stuff. I thought, well, I can't just leave this card. It yeah. looks so intriguing. Yeah. it's got Rodney written on it. I've got to, I've got to open it up. Play any too much I've if you didn't got look, got look at it anyway. So look at the card. You yeah. surely Jack would understand that. So yeah. yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> you don't need my permission. <laughs> so I looked at this card and it was a very lovely card and it was from. This person who I just started to mm. to get to know a little bit, and um, and it was it was very warm, very warm, um, and lots of make sure I got all the contact details. So. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So I thought, well, that's, got that's number. I thought that's very encouraging. All these contact details. <laughs> Have a great time on the well joyful time on the retreat that was 
That was very hopeful. Um, and then warmest love, and that felt wow. That feels very. That feels very lovely. With lots of kisses. And so, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, I think this sounds quite encouraging, actually. <laughs> and then, of course, I get into this. You know, particularly yesterday, I got into this. Oh, you know, this this feeling completely no balls, completely emasculated, completely you know, shrinking and yeah. feeling very um, not like a man. And recognising as well my compunction, my sort of, this thing I do, which is, before anybody even gets to know me, I have to tell them all the horrible things about me. Uh. <laughs> I have to lay it all out. Uh, okay. I have to, to make it as difficult as possible <laughs> to actually continue to like me or even oh. love me mm. and it's this this sort of it's it's bizarre really that, but I do that and uh, I'm not going to do that yes I'm not going to do that I'm not going to be dishonest but I'm not going to just go, you know, I know you just met me, but here you go. Yeah, yeah. Have, have, have now, now what do you think? Here's the edited dark side. Hmm? Here's the edited shadow side. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, it's yeah. still all, edited, you know. All, all, the, um, all, the, all the sort of the, the sensational stuff. All the stuff that yeah. you don't need to know yet. Yeah, yeah. Not at all. You might never need to know. Yeah. It's, in the, it's history. I mean, yes. you want to drag it with you forever? I do. <laughs> because I've got to pay for it. I've got to pay for it. I've got to actually, you know, I can't really, I mean, it's interesting. I used to talk, and I looked for it today, actually. I used to talk about an indelible mark. I used to have, because it's not there anymore, and I just thought, where's <laughs> it gone? I used to have this, you know, like a, when you make a pen mark and it yeah. goes through, it sort of gets you know, under the skin and it sort of just stays there. Yes. And it never, ever goes. And it's not there anymore, which is really interesting because I used to talk about this indelible mark. You know, I can't get rid of it. It's like this thing that will never go, but it's gone. But it's gone. Isn't it interesting? Mm-hmm. Do you think it's symbolic? I do now, yes. yes now, you're, now you're mentioning it, I think... Well, now I'm thinking about, well, it's interesting that it's gone. Yes. So maybe things don't have to last forever. They don't. Yeah. They have to change. That's the one thing about the world. It, it's always, everything in the world is subject to change all the time. Yeah. It has to change. It has to move on. Yeah. It can do when you die or after you die or now, today. Yes. It's up to you. You're the only one dragging it. So I can let myself off. I can... It's that done thing. with you. You're not done with it, but it's done with you. Right. I can guarantee you that. That story yes. is so sick of being dragged around. Yeah. Energetically, it's so done with you. Yes, and I'm so sick of all this stuff. But, but yet, you've, you know... I keep picking it up. You've got a habit, yeah. I pick it up. Um, and, of course, the thought comes into mind, who would I be without it? Uh-huh. Because it's, I'm so used to it. It's like a, it's like something I put on. Yes. Um, 
So what identity would you present to a potential lover if you're not going to play the old card? That was a big sentence. That was a big sentence. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of stuff in that one. Crikey. Yes. Um, I don't know. I I really don't know. You could just play it by ear and respond in the moment. That sounds like about all I can do because, yeah, the other, the others just, just so laden, it's just so, I don't even know what the word is, it's difficult, it's... I'll give you a word, contrived. Contrived. Comes with an agenda. Yeah, it's not authentic, is it? Not authentic. It's an agenda. If I'm going to be authentic, which is what I want to be, Mm. then as you say, it's just responding to what is in the moment. Correct. It's that clean. And see how that is. Yes. The next moment will tell you how it is, and then there'll be the next moment, and that's how it works. It's clean and simple. Yeah. No agenda. Of course, it sounds too easy for, for the ego. Life is easy, actually, but the ego wants to, of course. Drama-making machine, isn't it? Well, I certainly am. I'm a drama-making machine, I accept that. I don't have to be, though, do I? No. Yeah. No. I could stop that now. Uh-huh. It's a feeling of loss. Huh. For an old smelly coat? Yeah. Which <laughs> feeling more of lost time, really. Lost. Yeah. I sure. can't think about that, can I? It was working for you. It was working for you then, you know? Yeah. In some sort of a way. Yeah. It's not now. No. no. Just stopped working. Ray! <laughs> Happy days. Yeah. Yes. Good. Good. I'll let that fucking well go. Yes. Sorry about that. No, no. I'm not sorry about that. I I own it. Yes. I'll let that go. I'll let that go. I'll let that bloody well go. Yes. It's time it fucking well went. Yes. It is. Kick the fucking thing out. Correct. Good. Yeah. It works. It's, it's helpful. It it's helpful. It it's the natural flow of life. <laughs> right. It's the natural flow. Life is light. Yeah. It's light. Yeah. Just, just, just respond in the moment. Yes. Yeah. 
it's about your self-esteem, isn't it? About yes. being yeah, lovable and capable. Correct. Capable, just the ability to respond. That's bingo. In the moment. Yeah. It's that so, simple. That's the one I need to keep remembering. Yeah. I am lovable and I am capable. Yes. It's lovely to hear you say exactly, that. Exactly. Exactly as, as I, I am. am. You're very welcome. I'm going to be very naughty and give you a hug. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Football or a box of dishes? What do you like? similar vein. Okay. Um, last night, you know, kind of, uh, I went for a walk and actually in that walk, everything was clear. Everything was fine. Walking, no problem. And um, during the meditation, there was a sense of because before my mind started looking, okay, self-love, how do I love myself? You know, and it went through all sorts of um, possibilities, you know, compassion and acceptance and all that, but that's the mind. And in the meditation, there was a sense of, um, of actually feeling my heart and feeling a sense of love. And the phrase came to mind, there's a bomb. There's a bomb in Gideon, you know. There's, it, it felt like a bomb on my heart. So that felt lovely. And uh, at home I was reading your book and I came across that section about all we need to know is that we're lovable and that we're capable. And uh, I do feel that, I do feel capable. And the lovable, uh, well, there was a great liberation in in that sense of, you know, you say, we are not our experiences. And that sense of, my God, you know, that's not who I am. Mm. Great, Mm. wonderful liberation. But yet, sitting here this morning and actually looking at myself in the mirror, it's like I see this woman... And I think she's okay, she's fine, but I don't have that feeling. Mm. Like there's something that goes on all the time, like in this setting, it's a bit like school. It's like saying, you got to prove you're okay, you got to prove you're successful, you got to prove this, that, and the other. And that's so tiring. So I don't know how, you know, do I need to work on this? So there's like two different extremes. I'm not. My mind knows, or intellectually I know I'm not that, yet it's still a program that's running. Mm. So it's like a pretense that says I have to be perfect, I have to be whatever. And it just makes it so hard, it makes life hard, so I want to kick that too. So I just wonder why don't I know from within 
who I am, why don't I can't why can't I just access that sense of love when I want to? Because mm. it's there for others. I have plenty of compassion and whatever. But I guess it's like the mind wanting to protect me, saying, you got to be like this, you got to be like that, because, because, because all otherwise, um, I don't know, you'll be sorry, you get punished or something, or something, some something, threat. Some, some threat. So you can place your attention on love, or you can place your attention on that program. But when I felt the love yesterday, it was not like... I couldn't make it. I couldn't make it happen. It just happened. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, do I have... What do I have? What do you mean, what do you have? I can't control it, it just happened. But it's there organically if you stop negating it. Okay. Self-love is natural, it's completely natural. Yeah. Well, because when I started to play the, the harmonium, mm -hmm. and we were singing this chant, you know, Ramana, we adore you. So I could feel there was this complete acceptance of who I am, you know, not words and all. <laughs> you know, from that Ramana chant. Mm. So I guess something opened up because mm. it didn't matter, you know, if I played well or not. Yeah. It would it just wouldn't wouldn't, yeah. wouldn't matter. Yeah. So how can I stop the, the stranglehold of that program? Well, like any thought, when you recognize that it's running, break it. Like, ah, there it goes again, I gotcha, I gotcha. And, and run something that's positive, you know, because it's very difficult to just go into stillness from seeing something that's been habitually negative and so obsessive, you know. So, so to go on to something that's positive, either a feeling or your breath or a mantra or an affirmation or choose something, just one thing as your anchor. So that mind can choose on something that's positive, chew on something that's positive. The point being, stop running the negative one. If you stop running the negative one, what's natural will arise. So I mean, breath is, is, is neutral, it's not like positive or something, it's just yeah, a different neutral. focus. It's a different focus, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you might do with a neutral one, or you might need a positive one, mm -hmm. you know? Neutral one would be great. That'd be the, the higher jump, would be a neutral one. Then you wouldn't be playing any game with it at all. You wouldn't be balancing it out at all. Mm -hmm. You're just not, not playing that game. It's rubbish, I'm done with it. Because, like, yeah, just, just reading it, well, we, we don't have to be refined by our past or anything, my God, you know? No. 
there, there isn't even a past, you know. Do you know that there are cultures that have no word for history? Do you know when there's no word for the past or history? There's, it doesn't exist. I know in Hawaii they have no word for evil or bad or sinful. Yeah. It's just not right place, not right time. Yeah. And so those concepts don't exist then. Evil, bad, sinful, they don't exist. Mm. And so there are cultures where the past doesn't exist either. And where is it then? It's just an idea. And if you keep reinforcing the idea, of course, it's, it's, it's now in the present, you know? But it's nothing. It's, it's just a thought. Mm. Like that the program is saying, you know, I have to make an effort to make everybody happy or whatever, you know, in my workshops. And that's just impossible. But sure, their happiness is none of your business. You're there to do a job, do your job. If they like it, they like it. If they don't, they don't. So what? But I don't like to live with the consequences because it goes in. If if just somebody looks at me like sternly, you know, I just crumble. Yeah, because that's because it reinforces your self-criticism. It's like, oh, there we are. There's the proof that I'm not lovable. And you're on that story again. You're going to start somewhere with this. So just notice it and, and, and rock put it. the focus on something else. Absolutely. Put your attention on something else. Yeah. Because if you've no space for it, if somebody gives out to you, it's like, that's about you. You know, well, you I've, been in those, I've been in those spaces and it's great. been wonderful. Yeah. And it's lasted for however it lasted, but I don't know how I get there, like, consciously. You have to stop reinforcing the negative, because that's the program that's building up your reservoir to make you still believe that, that you've got to get it right or you're, there's something really wrong, you know? Yeah. You've, got to, you've got to be very vigilant. Mm-hmm. It'll bring out every piece of discipline that you have. You know, really apply discipline to this. Mm. And whenever that story is running, it's like, no, no more. Go on to something neutral. Because you're creating your own reality by this thought. You are creating mm. the drama of it. You know? Right, yeah. Because it's, it's a pathway that's well-worn. and Yes. It's easy to go in there. Yeah, and you're familiar and you, you cruise along there. Because, you know, it's just what you do. Because yeah. you haven't really... St- managed that part of your thinking process. You can do it. Yeah. You, you just have to have a bit of will here. Yeah. Yeah. Determination and discipline. Well, if I know what I'm going for, I know I have the will. Great. But, uh, Great. It's just, it, I guess it hasn't been so clear how I'm reproducing it the whole time. Okay. Okay. Because those moments of, you know, where everything is just fine, clear, and there's like, like Anne spoke about it, like clarity, just everything is just what it is, what it is, what it is. So mm-hmm. they just happen, but mm-hmm. I don't know, I couldn't make that happen or I didn't know how to arrive there. Okay. But if our mind is really busy with all kinds of gobbledygook thoughts, there's no space for things to show themselves. Mm. You know? It's, it's, it's when our attention isn't focused on this phenomenal drama that we create. Oh my God, you know, things show themselves and they're seen and, and 
love arises and things just arise, you know, it's just clear. It's, it's organic. It's like in that flow, you know, of things just moving, you know. But if you're more interested in creating the loop of drama, well, that's going to be where you hang out. Okay. You can do it, you know. Mm. Do you believe you can do it? Yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah, because I'm, I'm tired of it. Oh, man. Bet you are. Yeah. Yeah, sure. I don't want to come up with the words or the song. Um, you've got to accent the, accentuate the positive, <laughs> eliminate the negative, and don't mess with Mr. In Between. Is that it? I don't know that song at all. Oh, the Jungle Book. Oh, the Jungle Book. Oh, the Jungle Book. Oh, there's a bit of yeah. wisdom. Yeah. Huh. Huh, very nice. I just had a, I actually just wanted to share something really lovely that I just enjoyed this morning and saw at tea break and it just seemed really, um, yeah, connects into the last two people with me, but um, so what I saw this morning when I went for a walk around the grounds was that, first of all, I heard quite a lot of noise up a tree, and when I looked up, there were two red squirrels mm-hmm. having what seemed to be a whale of a time, <laughs> sort of on opposite sides of the trunk, one or the other, and spiralling around, ah, yes. going up and up, and then one would turn and go down, and the other would still be going up. And they seemed to be playing hide-and-seek. Uh-huh. And I just, you know, they were completely oblivious to it. I left out loud, it broke my silence. Yeah. And... Um, and they stopped for a moment and looked at me and, and then went back and just carried on. Um, and they were still at it, I know. I had to come here. Mm-hmm. Um, just at tea break, I was a bit late coming back because I was just watching the, the bird table out there. And not coming actually to the bird table, there were two blue tits in the bush just behind a shrub. And they were hopping around, sort of one following the other. And so they seem to be doing this, the same sort of thing. And I noticed they sort of go so quickly and, and the other one's just landed. And it's, I'm guessing it's having to focus on landing on the twig. And then it's, oh, where's the other one gone? And it looks around for it and then it goes, out, oh, and off they go. So there's this little pause and then they go and follow each other around. And I thought it was the same thing as the, the squirrels. And then I suddenly thought, oh, or is this mating? And is this a ritual? And, and is it fun? Or is it like ducks, where you know it seems like the drakes sometimes almost drown the, the females and are raping them? Or, you know. And I suddenly realised, you know, actually I have no idea. You know, I have my... I sort of enjoyed it for a moment, and I thought, oh, what's happening? And I have no idea with the squirrels, really, either. Yes. Um... And that brought me to, um, if you like, my rules. Yes. Sort of, um, 
where I can be very relaxed, you know, about, you know, my performance or whatever. And I, because it's about intention. So I know what my intention is. Um, and then if I mess up, I mess up. And I can be relaxed about that if, if, if I'm comfortable with my intention. And that, that all feels fine, but I just wonder how it plays in. Because when we were toying with Rodney and things, we talked about, oh, well, what might you, you know, I can't remember just all your phrase, you know, what, what might be a gambit with a, a potential lover? Um, and I recognise the power in just being in the moment. Um, and I think in those situations, I don't, you know, my, what I found useful is not to actually to have an intention, not knowing where to go. But sometimes there is an agenda in my work or whatever, there is an intention and it gives a, a direction to it. And what I'm, yeah, so, so I'm just really asking about where does intention fit? And this, it, and it opened up this thing of going with the moment of, you know, how small a moment do we chop it up into? Or, mm. you know, do I think about, well, when am I going to stop the sentence and let you a word or, mm. <laughs> you know. There's a flow in the moment that takes care of itself. And our best position is to trust it. Because something is always happening. And the mind doesn't have to second guess that or redefine its position in the next moment. All it has to do is just kick back and be there for us to pick it up and use it if it's needed. But life itself will show you when to pick up the mind and use it. You don't have to decide that. Mm -hmm. Do you see? I think I'm, I'm not quite... Yeah, I suspect we're not quite connecting because I've got a, I've gone over a lot of things. I think for me, partly I just wanted to share. I did. It was just this knowing that I have no perception of the intention yeah. of someone else, but I do have a perception of I, my I own. I get intention. you all right. I'm just going around the bush. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I'll try and follow. Um, There are times when intention is useful, and there are times when intention is being used by the ego to continue suffering. Mm -hmm. What you're describing is that you're beginning to see that intention mightn't be that useful at all. I'm just questioning it. I yeah. Have clue. Yeah. Keep questioning it. Keep questioning intention. Because in the scenario that you described, intention is keeping those prison bars around you mm -hmm. because it's giving you permission to behave in a certain way and the natural state knows how to do it life knows how to do it but the mind comes in and interprets and puts meaning on something the squirrels are playing hide and seek sure it doesn't matter if the squirrels are playing hide and seek or not but we automatically put meaning on things and this isn't very useful Right now, this isn't very useful. So your intention is kind of a meaning as well. An intention... Do you see? It's, 
Yeah, I, I'm just, well, I, I think I got a bit lost when you mentioned the squirrels. Um, okay. Because if we're talking about me and my intention, then I, then I understand, but... You worked yeah. it out with the squirrels, that we don't I know what they're doing. Yeah, I'm, for me, right. it's, it's sort of, I laugh. This yeah. is funny. Yeah. But if I see something, you know, where... And there have been times, I can't think of... You know, there have been times where, um, you know, I have witnessed violence and and walked away on one occasion for completely crap reasons. And there have been other occasions where I have intervened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so this idea... In the case of the squirrels, the truth is I don't know. Mm. Uh, do I really know just what's happening in those other cases? No, I don't. Mm-hmm. But it's like this natural thing. I know yes. how to act. Yes. Um, You'll move or you won't. Yeah. And both has to be okay because all you could do is honour the impetus to move or to walk. Yeah. And it's about trusting that. That there's a wisdom underneath the mind's interpretation. There's a wisdom that can be trusted. So mm-hmm. the job for the mind to do is to begin to trust that wisdom rather than playing the active role. It's like it's a little bit too active. It's too much in there managing things for you. So, but when I look back, mm. you know, to me it's useful, for instance, to, to spot that basically I didn't act in a, one occasion for yes. crap reasons. Yeah. And, you know, and, and there, you know, although I don't actually know exactly what was going on, that helps me in, in the future. It um, does. And, you know, in terms of the squirrels, I, I laugh, you know, if they're actually trying to murder each other. I mean, mm. I don't know. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but, you know, so but, it just feels odd, but I have to acknowledge that I might be laughing at something. Yes. Or smiling at something. But... Yes, and you'll either be given the insight into what was really going on down the line, mm-hmm. and then you can learn from that, or you won't. And it's okay. Mm-hmm. That, that's to be trusted too. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we get some wisdom by hindsight, and sometimes we don't. Okay. So, so that bit I feel comfortable with. And then right. you were talking about the bars, and yeah. this is sort of quite interesting for me, because the... the Yeah, they're, they're a strong part of those rules, the bars. Yeah. The, this thing around intention. Yeah. Um, it's one of the few things that I can be sure of that will, you know, sort of uh, get me to an explosive state of anger. Um, you know, if I see... If, well, particularly if I'm accused of having a, an opposite intention to the one that I had um, and I also find it you know I get, I get pretty upset and strident about it if I feel that's happening for someone else um, so in some ways I can see that, that that isn't that's not a nice state to be in so I can see that the intention maybe 
doesn't necessarily serve me, which I, th I think what you were saying around that. Is mm -hmm. that right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Could you just repeat again and say a bit sure. more around that? So sure. Get it in. There are sometimes when intentions are very useful, but in this example of what we're talking about and how you use intention, it's not helping you. Okay? So intention is almost like uh, the no, it is the mind coming in with a controlling uh, a, 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 motivated by control to, 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 to be able to control and determine an outcome or a mode of behavior. Okay, what's not happening? Okay, the, mm, the mind is doing this because it's compensating for what's not happening organically. So I'm encouraging, encouraging you to reignite the organic movement so that the mind doesn't need to be tied into this intention and control. Okay, so the organic state is that life, life is constantly moving and changing. And it's, it's more organic for us to kind of sit back and just watch it and learn as we go, rather than be locked into a specific intention, which is based on ideas, based on an interpretation of something where we probably didn't really know what was happening anyway. But we made the best of it and we took meaning from that. This doesn't help you. Because you're missing the ongoing learning of being just in the moment and seeing what's unfolding next and organically allowing life to move you in whatever way it does. Mm -hmm. That's what I would encourage for you, is to trust that whatever's moving through you might change its mind and do exactly the opposite an hour later from what it's doing now. And even if that's what manifests, be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Be fluid so that life itself can move your form. Then it's like you step out of the way. The mind steps out of the way. Is that clear? I think it just needs time to sink in. Sure. I feel I'm quite a slow person. I'm That's fine. I, yeah, so, I'm zippy, yeah. so you've you got to pull me back. It's fine. Um, and I feel at times I'm quite, you know, there are certain areas I'm quite good at. And it's, yeah, around work in particular is sort of intention. That's where intention is stronger. And I'm just trying to imagine it without any. Yes. Yeah. There, within within work, sure, there's there's certain things you got to do. There's a certain parameter already there. Do we need to put in our own parameters? Mm, not so much, because the parameters are there because we've got a job description or a duty or an output or we've got something. Something is already determined. The track is already determined. Do you know? That's, it's enough to honor that, to do whatever it is your work requires. It's enough to honor that. Then there's fluidity within that then, rather than putting in another set of guidelines. It's like, actually, the work is where you get that intention. The job description is the intention. It's enough. You don't need to bring your own. You see? So it's about being as fluid as you can. And not like jumping on this idea and jumping on that idea. It's not about that. Oh, I'll change my mind and see what happens. It's not about that at all. It's about... Mind, step out of the way now and see what's the next movement coming through me. See what's the next movement. And that's, that's going to bring you so much freedom. And then you're in a position of learning and seeing what happens next. You're open. You're just open.
but mind would have to trust that the universe knows what it's doing, or that life knows what it's doing. It has to trust that, and that might be the glitch. Certainly knows better than I do. It does, doesn't it? It knows better than the mind. It does. And so to trust is to move your form. How would that feel like, huh? Change. Yeah. Might be more relaxed, huh? Bit easier. And it's more exciting too, because it's like anything can happen. It's all fine. You know, it's just it's just the play. <clears throat> There aren't so many rules, you know. Yeah, sure. It's kind of lunchtime. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody okay for now? <laughs> <laughs>